0: Welcome to Child-Free Chats, a show where we chat about all things child-free. The good, the bad, and the thank God I don't have kids. This show is dedicated to those who have chosen a child-free life, and some topics may be sensitive for those who are on the fence or who are childless not by choice. This show is not suitable for children. (laughs) Hey, welcome to Child-Free Chats, episode three. I'm your host, Tiara, and today we're going to talk about why do we, the child-free, choose to be child-free? For some of us, the choice not to have children came very easily. For others, uh, I mean, not quite so easily. Personally, I thought it was really easy, But at the same time, I did a bit of work guys. So I'm somewhere in the middle. Where are you? If you're on the fence, some of the reasons I'm going to talk about may make sense to you or might even resonate pretty strongly with you, but please keep in mind that no one can make this decision for you. And I'm in no way trying to convince anyone to make this life choice in either direction. So please don't go tell your partner that TRFM child free chats told you that you didn't have to have a baby. Okay. That being said, while some reasons that I've come across in talking to people or doing research don't apply to me personally, I wholeheartedly agree and support anyone's individual reason for not having children. And yes, that's you. I fully support what what's your reason? Yeah. Okay. I totally get that. And I support it. So maybe this episode will be good for you because it might give you the permission and the backup that you need to tell your great aunt, your parents, your boyfriend's parents, your partner's grandparents, whoever, that you're not having kids. I know that a lot of people, maybe not a lot, but I know that some people actually say that you don't owe anyone your reasons for not wanting to have kids, right? But why wouldn't you? Why do you have to hold your tongue? Or why do you have to not be yourself and not open up and not share with someone who might need to hear it? Why can't we be openly conversational about our reasons for not wanting to have kids. This isn't a these people don't deserve a an explanation thing. This is a we're allowed to talk about children in a way that says we don't want them. Do you know what I mean? You don't owe them anything. No, of course not. But you're giving them the explanation for you. You're not doing it for them. When people ask me why I don't want to have kids, I tell them because I owe it to myself, because I deserve to. If parents out there are allowed to be wild and free with their kids, why can't I be wild and free with my reasons for not wanting them? I don't owe you to be quiet about it. That's what I don't owe anyone. So anyway, that's a personal opinion. Go for it. If you want to say, I don't owe anyone anything. I don't have to tell them why I'm child free. You don't. Okay, fine. Whatever. You don't. But I also think that we, the child-free, should be speaking up more for ourselves. We should be saying, this should be made common. This should be normalized. We should be able to say, I don't want to have kids for XYZ reason. And that should start to be okay. And the more we go, well, you don't have to owe them anything. The more it's like, Well, no, you're just being quiet and demure so that you don't have to offend the public. Offend them. Who cares? So our first thing that we're going to talk about is personal reasons why you have chosen to be child-free. You and and me, of course. I think that for uh, most of us, dare I say... The majority of us have probably chosen not to have kids simply because we don't want to. And that's it. There's literally nothing else to it. Like, why didn't you, you know, run a mile today? Because I didn't want to. Why didn't you eat healthy today? Because I didn't want to. Why didn't you have a baby Because I didn't want to. That's it. And those of us who don't want to, we're just not maternal. We're not paternal. This seems like it would be the underlying main component for not having children. You can use all of the other reasons, which are perfectly valid, but the core of it boils down to, I just didn't want to. And then obviously after that, there comes... The things that you do want to do. We would rather focus on our other interests, our career, our education, or our hobbies. Many, 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 many of us either have lifelong passions that we throw ourselves into, or we develop them over time. Either way, we're able to find something that makes us happy and makes us feel like we have a purpose that doesn't revolve around a child. And I know that they say that. Well, children give you purpose in life, but that's 100% not true for child-free people. And it's also not true for some parents, their purpose in life being their job or outside of the norm activities that they have come up with that they like, if it's working out, if it's painting, I don't know, macrame, people find things to do that they dive into. Some people go well i have to have a kid and they split their time between the two and one always suffers and then the rest of us go you know what i'm gonna focus on my other interests there you go and then there are those of us who are like i'm gonna focus on those other interests but i really just don't like kids and i really love that answer i like ones i'm related to but honestly i to an extent i'm one of those people I just don't like them. I don't like the mess. I don't like the attitudes. I don't like the temper tantrums. Like literally at every age, they have temper tantrums. And there's really a lot actually to dislike about them. And that's fair. They're not fully developed. Their brains are still learning right from wrong. Awareness, social cues, all of it. But understanding that doesn't mean I have to like it doesn't mean you have to like it. And maybe you do like kids. Maybe you just don't want your own because you know all of these things about kids and you've chosen not to bring that into your nice, calm, peaceful house. And once you bring that into your house, there's actually a lot of requirements that go into raising a child. And this really encompasses a lot of things, but cleaning endless messes, losing sleep, Attending child-centered events are literally the top of the list of the worst possible thing you could ask me to do. Recognizing that raising children has a lot of demands is something that not even some parents are really interested in. I can guarantee you, I know more than a handful who would like to skip that bit. And speaking of not wanting to deal with the requirements of the child, There are some people who have a known or admitted sense of irresponsibility. We all know them. Maybe you went to high school or college with one. Maybe you dated one. Hell, maybe you are one. That person who just can't seem to put on their parent pants for absolutely anything. Like not even a (laughs) houseplant. If that's you, I mean, hey, good job for knowing who you are good job for knowing that you're a bit irresponsible and it's just you eat ice cream for dinner who cares and if you're not irresponsible or you don't care about the responsibilities or whatever maybe you just believe that life is already hard enough if you grew up in a tough society or home or maybe your current lifestyle isn't ideal for children maybe you possibly have lots of chips stacked against you in the world why would you want to have kids why does anyone choose to when they know they're already struggling in some way or another being a parent isn't an easy job so for those people your job your mission is to work with what you've got not adding more difficulty or strain and making things harder sometimes not having kids is the way to actually make life easier. My last personal example that I thought of is the belief that procreation is immoral. And I talked about antinatalism a little bit in my last episode, but I just want to drop it in here because I haven't forgotten. For some, this is the number one and maybe only reason. Okay, so after personal reasons, we have health reasons, and this could be physical and or mental. And that can involve not wanting to pass on hereditary medical conditions. Nathan and I fall into this category with his eczema and my anxiety, both of which are possible to be passed down. Neither one of us wants to risk giving these to another human. And if you're like me, you know that there's also the pain of Raising a child with your family history of medical conditions. And what I mean by that is anxiety is really hard and it hits like a rock and you can't control it. And I mean, uh, there's lots of different types of anxiety, so I won't necessarily say you have to have this kind of that kind or whatever to feel this, but what it is is the the days that are hard for you to even get out of bed. Or the times when the worry and the stress is so overwhelming that you can't do any other tasks, much less raise a child. Some of my days are great. Some of them are easy. Some of them are a breeze. And some of them I'm lightweight, carefree, happy going. That's it. Those are the days that I could have a kid, but the days that I'm not great. The days that I can't get out of bed, the days that everything stresses me out or everything worries me, or I'm just having a bad week. What am I supposed to do with that child? I can't just tell the child to relax and chill for a minute. Mum will be back, you know, so it's not so much passing it down, but also what the heck am I going to do during my bad days? Well, there are people who maybe it's not mental, but maybe it's physical, Maybe you're physically not able to care for a child if, you know, you have some sort of chronic pain or any other ailment and you go, well, it's hard enough on some days for me to get myself out of bed. Why in the world do you want to raise a child? Take care of yourself. And that's completely understandable. It's completely reasonable and it's honestly admirable. So I'm on your side. And if it's not even just mental good days and bad days or physical good days and bad days, what if just mentally fully every day you're going, I don't think I would be the best parent. Yeah, you you get up, you have your responsibilities, you're fully functioning in society. But what if you just go, I don't think I would be able to. Raise a child that a child needs to be raised. That's that. If that's you, you know yourself. You know your mind. You know your brain. You know, you know what you're capable of. And if you're either not capable or you don't want to, that's a absolutely, it's understandable. And you should be able to explain these things to people without someone going, no, have a baby anyway. There's also going back to, I guess for me, the fear of the unknown. And this is a big one because while most parents will admit to having a fear of the unknown, for some people, especially like me with anxiety, these fears aren't just your average we will cross that bridge if or when we get to it type of fears. These are quite debilitating and consuming fears that make the whole experience, in our opinion, not worth it. And then there's things like postpartum depression and other potential health risks that are very real possibilities, which can be consuming. Like, do you suffer from tocophobia? I've always known that the whole pregnancy and childbirth aspect were terrifying for me, and I never knew how I would get through it. Some of you might have it worse than I did and if you're wondering what tokophobia it is just the general fear of being pregnant and or giving birth i highly suffer from that and i'm going to do a full episode on that so stay tuned i've got you we'll talk about it okay but then what happens once you make it through all of those other things that you were scared of children's illnesses and injuries Hospital visits, even like early death for the child, these thoughts race. And people don't understand that they never go away. And for some people, that's just part of it. You just go with it and you just can't let that stop you from having the baby. And it's like, no, you can, actually. You don't have to have a baby if your mental well being does not allow for that. If your personal happiness and fighting the good fight, getting through life, and sometimes that's the best you can do, you don't have to have a baby and make it worse for yourself just because the world says you do. We try to tell them that it's more than just kids will be kids concerns. These are real life fears and no person should be forced to put themselves through that if you really don't want to. And my last one for my physical part of being child-free is that as women, a lot of us don't want to experience the physical changes to the body, which could kind of fall into tocophobia. But even if you don't have that fear, you never know what kinds of effects the baby can have on your body. Just a few examples being never losing the baby weight, hair loss after you have the baby, skin changes, diabetes, incontinence, and obviously permanent scarring. There are some of us out there who really don't want that, and when you add don't want a baby and don't want scarring, you only really need those two and you're probably set. Okay, next we have social reasons why we don't want to have children. And my number one social reason why that I fall into the the category, the social aspect that really triggers and resonates with me is when you hear about parents who say they regret having children. And if you have any friends who you've heard say probably shouldn't have had this kid or these multiple kids, it really is like, it's a good way to drive home that whole not really wanting children thing. Because when you're child free, you do have that question a lot of times, and maybe not forever. And obviously, maybe not every person, but maybe you did. And maybe you still do. Maybe you have that thing that goes, what if I regret having kids? If you come from a broken or otherwise unstable family, you might not really have any drive to recreate that or feel the challenge to make you be better. For someone who didn't grow up in a great home life, there's no example or image that needs to be lived up to and you can try all you want to, but if it goes wrong or if it's just history repeating itself, there's that regret again coming right back. And a lot of us, we enjoy our current freedoms and the relationships that we have without children present. And that can be a very strong factor for not wanting to have kids. I like things the way they are. Why change that? And speaking of not wanting to change things, we all know that having a baby changes your sex life. And I'm like beyond convinced (laughs) Sorry parents, but I'm beyond convinced at this point that parents only have sex to keep having babies. I know that there are parents out there who have sex, I get it, but for some reason to me, like their only job for them is that they they keep having babies and so that's the only reason why they do it. <laughs> so, you know, there are some of us out there who, who don't want our sex life to change. A big one for me, as far as socially goes, is that we don't feel the need to conform to social pressure and that is a beautiful thing. If you think about it, about being child-free is that we're different and like, I'm, I'm going to talk about why we're actually not different in a different episode, but right now we're different right now. Someone has told you that you must do this thing. And regardless of what personal perception you have of yourself, You have stood up, you have said, nope, not interested, and you have walked the other direction. If you feel at any point in your life, like you're not strong enough, like you don't have a backbone for lack of a better word. If you feel like you cannot tell someone no, you think about the fact that you have said no to having a child. The one thing that society tells you that you are supposed to do, you have made for yourself. You've stood up and you've said no. But what's great about saying no is that the social pressures ended up having the opposite effect and force us to want to go against it. Yes, it can be exhausting to constantly have to answer or explain ourselves, but You know, for me, peer pressure was never a problem. So I'm like, listen, don't think that telling us that we have to do something is going to make us do it. Am I right? Another big reason why we choose not to have kids is for economic reasons. There's always the well-known fact that children are expensive. And this includes schooling through college various child-related expenses, and wanting to give the child more than a parent had. So they will go to the extent of suffering in order to provide. And for those of us who don't have children, this actually seems really insane. Especially if they are people who don't have the income to reasonably sustain children. At the moment, middle-income parents can expect to pay about $285,000 for a child by the time it reaches 18 years old. That's not including college. So that's roughly $16,000 per year, depending on where they live. And it's really just the average, meaning they could end up spending way more or obviously way less, but still. It wouldn't take much to look at your income your other expenses, and then decide that, yes, we aren't paid enough in general, but definitely not enough to have a, like a gaggle of kids. And this view that there is a decline in the economic system, it, it speaks for itself. The issues we're facing are bigger than children, to be honest. A lot of people are suffering. The difference is that those of us without kids can see that and don't want to add to an already major issue. For what? And even if you have a good job and you do get paid well, well enough to throw your money to child, is there really enough support for parents like in the workplace? There are some pretty solid arguments for the support. That parents receive, and I'll give my stance in a later episode, but I do understand that there are people out there, and maybe it's you, who believe that parents have been left in the dust. It's unfortunate enough to believe that raising a child without the needed resources, it's not really worth it. And I get that. Which kind of throws us into environmental. And environmental issues It kind of seems to me like a sprinkle on the top of the Sunday answer. Some people believe in overpopulation, while others want to reduce or minimize their carbon footprint and do their part to save us from global warming. These are great reasons, but I believe for me that they would be secondary or tertiary reasons. Um, But nevertheless, they are issues that should be considered when you are thinking about whether or not you want to have kids. All right, so that was our little chat about why we choose to be child-free. I know that's just some of the reasons. You probably have a handful that I didn't even begin to touch on, but I wanted to throw a few out there. And the reason why I wanted to do that was because I find it interesting that there is still a stigma that it may be getting better but it still surrounds child-free people. All the stereotypes about selfishness, being unable to commit, being irresponsible, etc. When in reality, I find that child-free people like us, we're more responsible and thoughtful. Not thoughtful as in caring, but thoughtful as in considerate. Most of our reasons considered not just ourselves, but the world around us and the child we chose not to have. If you think about the list that we just talked about, which didn't even include obviously every single possible reason, but if you're anything like me, there were a few different options that we mentioned that could apply to you. Meaning there wasn't just one internal discussion that you've had with yourself over time. There were multiple, many small factors could have gone into just this one decision. Conversely, I'd say a much larger percentage of parents put little to no consideration or thought into their choice. To me, accidental babies, relationship-saving babies, etc. are the result of a lack of reasoning and preparation for another human life. Why are those people, the parents, viewed with more respect? They essentially get more credit than someone like you or me, who even if we only thought about it for a day, it would be more time than some people I know who had kids. I was an accidental baby. And while I'm grateful to be alive, truth be told, my mother should have never had a child when she was 17. I mean, my mom obviously did a great job and raised an awesome human, but seriously, if things had been different, I think she would have made different choices and could have had a completely different life. And it's things like that, that make me wonder what i would miss out on if i were to have children i feel like i would miss out on more than the people who are going well you're gonna miss out on so much without having kids interestingly yes the birth rate is technically decreasing and the choice to live a child-free life is slowly becoming more well-known but for some reason we are still answering these questions why are you not having a baby We're still facing pushback. You should be having a baby and we're still being discriminated against. You don't know because you're not a parent. The only way that I see myself contributing to society in a motherhood role is by being 100% who I am. I am a woman who's decided with my own free will that I do not want children and I want to support and encourage any women or men who come after me to feel comfortable making the same decision if that's what's right for them. And that should be your contribution as well. No one should make us feel like we have to hide our reasons for not wanting kids. And the more you talk about it, the more you're able to be comfortable saying, I chose not to have kids for this reason, the more people have to listen to you. And the more people will listen to you. And you'll get those people behind you who go, Shit, I don't want to have kids either. Not that we're here to change anyone's mind. But we're here to make a path. We're here to make a difference. Not one oppressed community has gained acceptance by conforming. And to me, conforming is... Well, number one, first and foremost, having a baby when you didn't want to, and two, giving a sugar-coated or non-answer when someone says, why have you chosen the lifestyle you've chosen? Either way, it's your choice, and I support your choice to be child-free. I got you. We got each other. This is our tribe. This is our community. And that's it. That's what I've got for today's episode. Maybe some of those reasons that I listed were your reasons and maybe they're not and if you want to talk about your reasons or if you feel like I missed a major one send me a message leave me a comment join the Facebook group and start a chat I want to hear from you we all want to hear from you you might feel like you don't have a voice in the outside world but start using your voice within our tribe and within our community and you'll find your voice to be able to share it in the world as well don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already done so. Thank you for joining me on this episode. I really appreciate it. Um, tell your friends. If you know someone who doesn't want to have kids, tell them about the podcast so they can listen too. Other than that, guys, I still haven't come up with an outro. <laughs> okay, bye.